Hi, my name is Moshe Kindler, and I'm the publisher of The Jewish Link. Hi, this is Elizabeth Kratz. I'm editor of The Jewish Link. And you're on The Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. Moshe, why don't you tell us who our um, guest is today on The Jewish Link Pitch Meeting our guest today is uh, Zachary Greenberg, otherwise known as Zach Greenberg, but I actually know him as, uh, I've known him for a long time, actually. Zach, I think I've even watched you sort of grow up, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm, yeah. But uh, Zach is a homegrown product of, uh, of, of, the, of the North Jersey community, the Teaneck Bergenfield community. But I actually think you become better known for me, specifically, and for our readers as Mr. Fun. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Elizabeth, why don't yeah. you, why don't you, as the editor, why don't you say okay. all the things he does for our paper and uh, and all the things he he continues to do? Definitely. So. so, basically, Zach entered my consciousness when he basically pitched a column idea. Yeah. And since that, and it, it was called Fun in New Jersey, or maybe I don't know if that was your idea of the title or yeah. it was I was thinking we... maybe Fun's Activities that's my Instagram oh. name but oh. I, I like but I didn't want it to be about me I wanted it to be more broad okay so Fun's Activities that's what I was I, I, like, fun, told... I like Fun I, in New Jersey I have, a, I have a sense that Moshe like rejected that out of hand because I never even heard it, or at least I Possibly, forgot yeah. anyway but so that was the first time we uh, came into you know consciousness with you but then since then you've been very involved with the creation of our whole homoid guides which I think the the next one coming up is very exciting. You're probably almost done with it, or we're launching it imminently. Uh, but it's the Sukkot Hohamoid Guide, and that's just really for for people with often with kids, but sometimes without. Sometimes young singles or young couples um, can look at it for activities that are seasonal and like appropriate for that particular. Uh, moment like and special deals and we also yeah. have like cool advertisers who like give you know two for ones or different kinds of deals and i know that you've had like lots of opportunities in the last couple of years to do fun stuff and you really like are coming now from a position of authority <laughs> as a you know as a director of fun or whatever and, and i actually remembered there was a phrase that i heard recently that i think might apply to you i don't know if it's insulting or not insulting though so we try not to insult people. I don't people. know. Yeah. But I could take it. Basically, bringing big kid energy. BKE. Yeah. Have you I'll heard that? I, I appreciate it as someone oh. who's five foot four. So okay. I'll so like being, big, I'll take the big kid part. Okay. <laughs> but like being basically bring bringing the aspect of fun to like even adult lives. Like yeah. we, you know, we tend to have you know humdrum situations. We all you know go to work. We have our family. We have Shabbat. Whatever. But like you know going and doing like paintball or laser tag or yeah. a crazy roller coaster. And I know your wife also has become involved over the years. Yeah. Um, and so we definitely want to hear more about what Ahuva has uh, brought to the Jewish link as well. Um, um, yeah, it's funny. I feel like I, definitely when I pitched the idea at first, I remember thinking like, am I going to run out of ideas fast? Like in my head, I'm like, okay, I've probably done 20 or 30 fun activities in the area. So I guess I got 20 weeks of issues to do. But since then I've only seen especially doing the Holomoid Guide where I think there's probably close to 300 or so. And I'm, and now I'm realizing it's probably never going to end. Like there's just so much to do in the area. And I think doing this comms really like opened my eyes and like how much fun stuff there is to do. And I hope, I hope I can bring that to the readers also. That's great. I, I just want to say that you definitely, you bring it to the readers. Um, 
I always felt uh, you're saying it comes through both in the pictures. You know, you you are always you guys look like you're having a great time. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. it comes through in the writing. Like you're really enthusiastic about. Um, I think I even had to remind you a few times to make sure that people put in the details, like ticket prices or things like that. Yeah. But but, but uh, you know, you just you're just having a great time, and I want you to know that it comes through. So Appreciate the truth it. is actually what, what's been. What's been kind of the most? Uh, what's been the most exciting, best over the last year or so of the of the twenty or so thirty? I think probably more than that. Twenty yeah. articles over the last year or two. Like what's been my favorite place? Yeah, I really like the Harry Potter Forbidden Forest experience. Oh, like I just okay. wasn't I just wasn't expecting it to be so awesome. <laughs> like they literally turned the whole two mile park into like a Harry Potter world where the whole forest there's like robots, like co- like people dressed up in costumes. It was super interactive. It was like two miles long. It, it was re- it was just a lot. And like I just didn't like I always feel like when your expectations are you know you just have no expectations and then you're blown away. Like that's always the best. Like if you have too high expectations, like it's very hard to meet that. So it's always just good going in like expecting whatever will happen and then being blown away. Okay, and for Very the record, cool. you're not being paid by Harry the the, the Harry Potter. You're not. This is not a paid sponsorship. Okay. <laughs> not that I know of. Okay, good. Did Just. they have a big spider? And yeah, so, they, like they, they had like they all actually, that stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, they had a scene where you like stand underneath a couple of like spiders hanging up, and all of a sudden the spiders come down like right above your head, whoa. and then a giant spider pop pops out of you from the side. Mm-hmm. And it was it was for, and like there's fog and smoke and like mm-hmm. they're blasting music. It, it was crazy. So it's real. Like it. it's I mean, I don't think it's not open it. right now. But when they mm-hmm. like when it, it was open for like a limited time, like a lot oh, of a lot of the articles I write are kind of limited. I'll even include like oh this is only open for a few months. Like right now the Harry Potter exhibit I just covered. Um, this not related to the Forbidden Forest. Just in New York City, there's a Harry Potter exhibit that's only open through I think January. Okay. And I know the Titanic exhibit I think is closing this month. Friends is probably open for a couple more months. So a lot of stuff's limited time. But if it's like an amusement park or some kind of established place, then it'll be open for, you know, indefinitely. Okay. But that's great that you were able to bring those opportunities sort of on a short-term basis to the readers. Yeah. And then they have them to look forward to if they want to look them up again, you know, when it comes back or whatever. These traveling shows sometimes like repeat, don't they, in New York? Like maybe like the, yeah. I seem to remember like those, some of the um, immersive experiences like the Van Gogh art exhibit, which I don't think you wrote about yet, Yeah, but it like comes through like once uh, every, yeah, I don't sense. know. Two year, three year period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah. So you, so you like the Harry Potter experience and I think there were some other cool things that you did that were like one-offs also. Like I know, can we talk about, even though it was we can talk about why it was controversial at our paper, um, the Mr. Beast um, uh, yeah, event yeah, yeah. at American Dream, Elizabeth. can't we? Okay. I think it's interesting. Elizabeth, we're going from Harry Potter to Mr. Beast. Okay. Like, where, yeah. where so, is the Jewish link so going? So tell okay. us, where first we... of all, who Mr. Beast is for the readers of ours who might not be yeah, that, on the internet that guy following needs, all, that guy him needs all no, the time. Uh, no PR for okay. us. Okay, so yeah. like, I don't think, he didn't really enter my consciousness until a couple of years ago, so yeah. I don't know how long he's been doing, but tell me, why you wanted to go to a non-kosher, let's just say it right out there, why you wanted to go to a non-kosher restaurant opening for this opportunity to be like in the same orbit as Mr. Beast. For the record, I'm not supporting this conversation, but keep going. (laughs) I think it's fun. Um, I mean, Mr. Beast is known for doing a lot of eccentric challenges with huge loads of money for prizes. So I just kind of assumed, you know, like he's kind of like, I guess, the Willy Wonka of our generation where 
you know, you meet him, it's kind of like a golden... He's even done a Willy Wonka bit where, like, he dressed up as Willy Wonka and, like, recreated the Chalk Factory, like... And he, like, walks around with, like, like he recreated, with, like, $100 bills. Like, Squid Game was one of the best shows I've seen, especially, like, being, like, an international, you know, film and, like, a show and people have never seen, like, appreciated that other countries can come out with such great cinema. And Mr. Beast just took that show and recreated it and made, like, a 450 that uh i think thousand dollar prize for the winner like corresponding to the show's uh number of contestants and you know he just like everything he wants to do he could just make it happen and like that really speaks to me i, I you know i i don't have the same you know influence as mr beast um but i definitely like appreciate that he does that and like it's something that i try to do with within my abilities um I always wonder and, about like the chesed angle of Mr. Beast and like in yeah. terms of the Jewish link, why this, why his, why his style interests you like as sort of a Jewish person, like w I know he has charitable yeah. um, intents and foundations and things that he works with, but like, what is it about him that just catches the consciousness of probably yeah, not just I, you, I but like maybe yeah, generation? Kind of, I feel like you're kind of hitting million. on it. Like he's just a wholesome guy. Like he just... All his content isn't, like, obviously it's for clicks, but, like, he really just started out as this kid. You know, he's only 20, I think he's 25. He's, like, a month mm -hmm. older than me. And, like, he just started out, you know, he just, whatever he money he had, he just gave it away for videos and, like, just gave it away to people because, like, it speaks to people to, like, see, hey, like, you know, it's about community and being there for one another. And it was just, like, and he just made fun videos. So, like, I really wanted to meet him. So I went with my brother, Gabe, I saw like he posted on his Twitter, like, hey, I'll be at the American Dream Mall. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go. So I made sure to go with Gabe four hours before the mall opened. And even then there was already a few thousand people there. Wow. And I think there were 2,000 people then. So and I, I was down to wait it out. But I don't know. My brother, whatever, he's a great guy. But if he's set on something, he's set. And my dad like got in his head that it was a really bad idea and we're never going to meet him. So he's like, I'm not waiting around four hours. There's 2,000 people in front of us. Let's just leave. But we ended up getting wristbands that I found out later from a few friends who went like four hours later. And they were like, there's now 20,000 people here. Anyone who had a wristband could just go right up to meet him. Like you could have met him. And because we left and like took off our bands, like we missed out on meeting him. And it was just very, you know, it's like you don't want like I guess like that's a good lesson for me. Like you don't want to like if you if you have an idea and like it's working and like the plan hasn't changed, like you got to commit just all the way through it. So you blame, okay. so you're blaming your brother basically is what you're saying. So I, I guess I could blame my dad a little bit too for getting it in it. Like Gabe is all in because Gabe, Gabe's very like all in or all out. Like I'm not like that. Like I'm I could be swayed. Gabe is just like he's in and until he's out and then he's done. So my dad got in his head to be done and he was done. Right. But, so I get that there's like a zeitgeist a zeitgeist element to Mr. Beast and who Mr. Beast is. But can you talk about like the kinds of activities? that mr beast might do that like might i don't know might be uh appropriate for a jewish creator or like the ideas that he brings yeah. could I mean, like, I thought, is, could I thought, there I be actually, a jewish I mr pitched, beast yeah i pitched this to moshe about um me me doing this kind of i mean not mr beast obviously but i thought it would have been fun this summer to you know I, I do fun activities like maybe maybe this could be a segment next summer or even with schools who knows like i go to like different camps basically like write an article like i do for fun activities but do it for camps and like maybe when i go to camp like we also add an element like i'm a runner so like maybe like i just made it up like we run across the whole camp and any kid who beats me gets like an 100 dollars gift card somewhere like i have no like i'm not i'm not saying like i'm not like an amazing runner but like 
I'm like a decent runner, so like I'm sure a few people could beat me, but like I'm sure most wouldn't. Not not knocking anyone, just like it would have been like it could be like a fun way to like get everyone involved. Like I don't know. Great. By the way, that was not the idea you pitched me. I I, I like that idea. Oh, so, thank you. So yeah. I, I, that, that we talked about something a little bit different. I yeah, thought. I didn't want to. Yeah. I I guess that was like in my head like a far off idea, but like. You know, I guess like you could kind of do this with anything. You know, I I feel like Hask and Yachad and I feel like they're always doing promos like, oh, well, you know, we'll give a, we'll do this giveaway. But I feel like that's kind of I mean, obviously everyone loves giveaways, but it's kind of lame. Like it's cooler when you make the giveaway like kind of like a challenge. You know, like make them earn it. You know, like picking the contestants, you can like do a raffle to get who gets selected. You know, make that the random aspect. But it'd be cooler if like more organizations made it more fun video style and you know or even gave people a chance to train for it to make it a fair shot instead of just an obscure raffle that it's like oh remember that like even i mean not in a bad way just the jewish link did it with the the 10 year anniversary raffles like imagine if instead of just raffles it was like contest and it was mm -hmm. on video it would have been hysterical to watch and a lot yeah, more fair creating for a product therefore yeah. so so this is a great idea because the jewish link pitch meeting podcast is actually also a pitch meeting it's great that you're actually coming to our meeting with some with ideas pitch. with real <laughs> pitches so that's really appreciated yeah but also I, like the, i think that there's there really is elements of usability in the kinds of things that you're looking at and the way you look at them like how can i make this experience fun how could how can like we do camp gift cards or you know anniversary gift cards more interesting and also create like a a product for for online which is really interesting and i think a good idea yeah uh, absolutely I, I love your idea by the way and, and uh we should do something i like that's yeah. cool on so, it mm -hmm. no that's, i'm saying don't, don't forget the idea let's 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 keep developing this is it on recording so we're i know <laughs> I, I know it's recorded but let's let's make sure that let's let's see something happening with this i, I definitely love the idea basically yes. yeah i'm saying it could even be schools like run around the school i mean i just made up the race part like it could be something Active. like i just made that up it doesn't have to be a race you know hi i'm elizabeth kratz editor of the jewish link newspaper and co-host of the jewish link pitch meeting podcast we are looking for sponsors of the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting, a wonderful podcast that you find on all of your digital platforms. If you are interested, please email us at editor at jewishlink.news. By the way, you're not just a good runner. You're also a, co you're a running coach as well. Yes. I, to I be coach. modest. And a, and a stair competitor. A I don't stair stepping Ma competitor. Maccabi, Maccabi, or Maccabi USA just reached out to me, I think, <gasps> from the Jewish link. They're like, we're looking for Orthodox track coaches. Like, I don't actually know if I'm qualified for that, but, like, I'm, like, interested to hear what they have to pitch, but that's, like, another Jewish link connection. That that's great. Actually, can you tell, I think you should tell our readers that you got about your current job and how that happened. Yeah, so I, I was working at a consulting firm and then i you know i and i think i started working there in january 20 or december 2021 and then around february 2022 i started writing for the jewish link i think that's when i pitched in emotion and i had my first column on amc dreamscape but since then that place is closed but it's a great time um you know i i, I guess i could kind of go a little into a backstory like how sure. yeah please so I mean, podcasts I, are great for backstories. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd always, I'd always been a like I always enjoyed writing. You know, in high school I wrote for Kultura at TBC, and then over my time in yeshiva Nativ, every Shabbos I would write a Devar Torah for my family. But like I made it like, you know, I always like I, I don't just write like classic Devar Torahs. Like I made it like like in, I always like writing like obscure, interesting one. Like 
uh, like, you know, with uh, Akedas Yitzchak, like, if you look at the text, like, it kind of looks like Yitzchak, Avram actually went through it and killed Yitzchak. And there's, like, a lot of, like, sources to it. Like, Yitzchak's the second Avos, and, like, the Shimon Esrei, what are the three, like, first um, parts of Shimon Esrei? The second one's, like, Mechaye Mesim, and that's relating to Yitzchak. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, a lot of, like, interesting stuff. And, like, you know, his name's not mentioned from the time of the Akeda until Avraham's blessed Bakol, and that's Ben a son, like maybe that's where Hashem brought Yitzchak back to life and gave whatever. So it was like interesting stuff. Um, and then, and then once I got to YU, I started writing for the YU newspaper and then that, and then I kind of just started working after YU and I had gone a few months without writing and I was just kind of missing it. And I was like, you know, like I, I was reading this Disney magazine at home and I, I was like, I really wanted to write for this Disney magazine. So I kept like, they had a Google form application and it was like one email per time you can apply so i figured out a hack around it like if i just make a bunch of emails i could keep applying multiple times because they weren't responding to me i thought it was like i thought it showed like initiative they thought it was like why are you doing this like this is creepy i was like oh i did not mean for it to be creepy i just you weren't responding to me whatever um so but i was that got me like back thinking like and then they also said you don't have enough travel experience so i'm like you know what i'm gonna get travel experience so then this was all like happened the same time so then when i did the amc dreamscape with jared um, I, well, he's one of my best friends. Uh, Jared and I were count, co-counselors at Hask. Um, oh, brother, and and my son's co-counselor as well. Sorry, that, that's how I first met. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention that. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, like, after Jared and I did AMC Dreamscape, I was like, "Oh, Zev." I mean, Jared and I love Zev. Like, he like my son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zev was like, he was at, he was at both our weddings. Jared even made him a groomsman. Zev, Zev is like, Zev's a, Zev was one of the best guys I know. He's one of the most wholesome dudes, and he's he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I was like, oh, I'll reach out to Moshe. And, and I, I just wrote up an article on AMC Dreamscape, like my point of view on it. I sent it to Moshe. I'm like, hey, if this looks pretty good, I could try doing a column on this. And, you know, since then, like, I got to where I, you know, now I'm writing every, almost every week. And by coincidence, um, a partner at my firm, Rami Glatt, he read my article. He saw that I worked at a consulting firm in my bio. And he's like, oh, I used to work at that consulting firm. Now I started a new, I, I switched a while ago to this new company. We're having like a January class. Do you want to apply for that? And I was like, okay, like it can't hurt to apply. And, you know, now ended up being a great opportunity and that's where I've been working and so far absolutely loving it. And yeah. I, so Jewish link writer meets Jewish link reader leads to new job. Yes, that's uh, the lesson. I just want to tell you something, Elizabeth. I want don't don't, don't stop it, but uh, that has happened more often than you yeah. think, and that's yeah. actually one of the things that's very special about uh, the Jewish link. We really make, these kind of connections are happening without our knowledge until yeah. we, until we get people on podcast. Yeah, no, so that's great. A, a local yeah. Rabbitson of mine said, "Did you know that my daughter saw this?" Listing for a job in the back of the Jewish link classified, and said, "Look, mommy, they have, they have. This is what you do." And she applied for the job, and that's she has that job now. Oh, wow! And it's like just like a kid. I See, so I we like we like stories like that, obviously, and we like we want to know also how how do you feel that your articles are perceived in the community? I know you said you don't get negative feedback, which is great because people generally like <laughs> fun and it's not controversial. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Mr. Beast one and uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest got some negative <laughs> feedback, <laughs> but other than that, I think it's been mostly smooth. Yes. But if people sort of drink the Kool Aid on what you're trying to do which is that you're exploring the world from the aspect of fun and going to places maybe maybe if they're not maybe if it's not the kosher hot dog eating contest in coney island like but 
it's something to see, nonetheless. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, having... I hope I'm not. I feel like this was probably my biggest concern. Like, I'm not. I I, I hate coming off as like haughty or anything. And you know, I know like a lot of influencers on. You know, they they like. Ahuva and I were. My wife and I were just discussing this. How like some influencers, maybe you're like an expert in you know cooking or like i don't know whatever it is or some uh, something and then you start add like pushing for something totally not related to your field and it's like you're clearly just doing this because like they're you know they're paying you or you're getting free stuff out of this and i never wanted to come across as like i'm doing this you know obviously like i'm doing it for me because it's fun but like i'm not doing this like just just for me like i really feel like i i hope i'm trying to show to the community there's a lot to do out there you know, you don't need, like, I feel like so many, I talk about, I talk with so many of my friends and they're like, yeah, I go on vacation. We go, we do a lot of fun stuff all week. And then I don't do any dates the rest of the year. And I think that's really sad. Like why, why would you just build your life around having a week or two of fun around only vacation time when you could be doing it all year? Like you don't need to go as many times as me, but like, you know, even if once a month you have like a fun date night, there's so many, there's so many good places to go to. And you know, you don't need to just travel to another country to, do something fun. People come to New York to do fun stuff. Like, why can't you do that too? I really like that. It really speaks to me. And, and it reminds me of like a book I read in high school randomly in French class. It's probably, I don't, hopefully you'll he- have heard of it. The Little Prince, oh, yeah. La Petite Prince. No, any interest? Did you ever take no. French? Because they no. like force it on you in high school. French. I took but basically, <laughs> Good point. But basically, it the idea is the a kid with his friend who may or may not be like a dog or a flower i don't know it's like you have to go with it but like he's basically it's not so much like what you see when you're like looking at each other but what you see when you're standing next to each other looking out at the horizon like and you kind Mm -hmm. of going and out and like doing experiences together is sort of what builds the journey's better than the destination and like doing that with a particular friend or person who's like who's like like you're sharing an experience that it can't repeat yeah i love i mean i love writing my articles like you know obviously i love doing it with the hoover but it's also fun like when i just go with my friends too like you know i don't i don't just use it for dates like like i'll go with i'll be like to my friends hey do you want to go to this place and you know it's great yeah so it's 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 nice also maybe do you get comped a little bit more often now than you used to or like sometimes more often than never or more often than not get get comped comped. yeah like do you get free tickets when they want to they want you to write about them um yes some some lately like i guess now that i guess i've been getting a bigger name like some places reach out to me Mm -hmm. but i don't think i'm there yet fully but a lot of times you know i try to go on whatever i mean i have like a list of places i want to go to and then I go on their website and then I click like media and then like I fill out like a form or email or whatever. And I have like a generic template that I know I want to pretty much send. And then I pretty much just like switch it up a little bit to whatever that place's theme is. I'll switch it to similar kind of places be like, oh, I covered this in this place. That's like you. I'd be happy to do the same thing for you. And then I try to get um, me myself some like press passes so I don't have to, um, in, you know, in, in theory, but. You know, mm-hmm. it usually, but it's good. It it creates an opportunity also for you to do this a little more often than someone maybe on your budget would ordinarily be able to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of places I do have to pay out of pocket, but I'd say now it's becoming more like 50-50, like okay. half the places I don't pay for. But I feel like it's in everyone's best interest. Like, why would the place not want the free, like, you know, advertising they do it in, in any newspaper or 
any marketing, you know, you have it, you have to have to pay for it to get the marketing. So if you're getting it for free and all it costs them is having one or two extra people who, or whatever, even, even if I ask for like four tickets, if I want to bring like another couple, like, well, what do they really care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I often say to my, you know, you don't really, you may or may not realize it, but the articles you write are the best form of advertising. I mean, a- ads work, but our community, I think, really reads on Shabbos. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, we're, we're a bunch of readers. As right. the, the Jewish community, certainly on, you know, on the weekend on, Sh- on Shabbos, we, we're a reading community. So, I meaning we can't write original articles every week, but I'm, I'm, I think your pieces, you know, guarantee, have, you know, bring results for, 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 for these, for any, any place you're covering. So. Yeah. I mean, and I like, also for the Sukkot guide, I know you you do a lot of advance work for it, and also like you write you anchor like two or three with two or three articles in there. Like I remember last year, I think was it the Sukkot guide when you wrote like s- multiple articles about um, Hershey? Yeah, was it right? So can you tell about how you're like developing those kinds of ideas, sort of more long range planning? Maybe you also give us a preview of this year's yeah. Sukkot guide. So which which yeah, so just let's hear and and uh, and give us some advice as well. So for, for upcoming Um Yeah, I mean, this this Sukkot is a little weird because Hershey Park's actually not open. I, I don't, there's, like, some scheduling conflicts going on with them. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of the guide, I'm going to have to be like, hey, like, you don't have Hershey, but there's still a lot of other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like I'm trying to think of, okay, the first part was, like, how do I come up with places? So I guess a lot of it now is I'll even, like, look back at the guide that I make and be like, which places have I not gone to? I even... I said, like, it would be cool to add if we added, like, a checklist at the back of the guide. So not just for me, but, like, mm. everyone else to, like, check off places they've been to. And then they, they could be like, oh, I want to do a fun activity in this kind of category. And they could be like, oh, I haven't gone to this place. And I see that from the Cholomoid guide. And then they can, like, keep it on their fridge and, like, just, you know, ongoing check marks and trying to hit up every place in the guide. Uh, that's a big that's a big endeavor. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah, cool. it, could take, it could take years. Who knows? But, <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> yeah, lifetime. Yeah. Um, but so so I I sometimes look back to that honestly think 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 I, I I'm really appreciative of the of algorithms you know so like whenever I'm on social media now they always are pitching me fun places to check out because they know that's what I'm looking for right so a lot of places I'm like oh that's a cool thing and then and then I and then I just go to that also I, I kind of feel like if you if you're very passionate about certain celebrities or certain types of places you want to go to and you start following them on Twitter and whatnot, like sooner or later, something will come up that's like by your area and you could by happenstance be like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And like, it'll, it'll come up. Like you can't just follow like one person, but if you have like a lot, like if you're only following stuff that you eventually, like if they did something, do you'd want to be there? It'll come up eventually. Like the Mr. Beast thing. Like mm-hmm. I would never have guessed that Mr. Beast was going to be coming 10 minutes away from where we are. But when it does come up, like you got to go, like that's, a, that's like a once in a, like lifetime event. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of my daughters is really, really interested in ocean life and boating. Yeah. And things like that. And because of something she follows, like I think on my Instagram, I saw a like an ad for a Jersey Shore um, whale watching. Yeah, exactly. Group, yeah. And it was really fun. We did it this summer. And so it, it basically worked. It, it transferred yeah. into a sale from their end. And it was it was pretty fun. Yeah. By the I'm, way, do you do you have something against uh, boats? Do you because you don't do a lot of boating or ocean <laughs> stuff? Do I did you, the, I did, you the I did the cruise the cruise liner recently. 
Oh, really? The, you know, um, around, you know, around the the one around Manhattan? Yeah. Does uh-huh. that not does that Circle. not count? Does that not count your for your boat? Or? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Like, I really wanted to, at some point someone to do. A, we could do it together. Uh, it yeah, that would be. <laughs> I'll bring my kids. Yeah. Um, they my kids really want to go fishing in off City ah. Island. Like, they want to do the learn to fish day. Have you ever like I did that once? As I mean, like, I've got I I once. Okay, fine. I guess <laughs> really how I got started with the fun side of myself is my family's always been huge disney fanatics like oh. we go to i mean i think i, I probably read this i've been to disney world 28 times disney what you did write it wow that's yeah disneyland three times um you know it's funny because jared benjamin also like we're both disney like whatever i just said he was like one, he's like my best friend we both we're both disney vacation club member families so like by wow. coincidence and like we didn't know each other until high school and then like we were on the way to baseball tryouts walking together and like my other best friend growing up, Jeremy Rosenblatt, was like, "Oh, you got to meet Jared Benjamin. He's also like loves Disney." So like we all went to baseball trials together, and like we were just talking, and we we're like, "Oh my god, we like everything the same." And then <laughs> and then now like we've been like best friends since. And, Aww, that's so. And we've nice. got to Disney together multiple times. Like I helped wow. set up his proposal at Disney. Um, wow. I proposed over COVID, so Disney wasn't an option then. Oh. But, it's right. all good. Well, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah. that's great. Um, yeah, no, my like my kids are interested in like different things. So like maybe do you get uh, do you get do you have, do you have people emailing you with their ideas? Yeah, like, some people some people email me with ideas. I, honestly, I, I don't get I don't get as many as I guess I would like. Like I would love if people give me more ideas. I'm, I'm I guess I'm taking that as a compliment that like I've kind of covered everything that they could think of in the guide, <laughs> which I guess is fair. Um, I I definitely I feel like Rise and Wise probably been the most popular one that I've gotten a few emails about that I gotta do and I've actually been in contact with them like they want me to come also it's just a matter of me like figuring out a good time to go um, but yeah so so I guess I guess that's that's just kind of how I did I, I don't know if I answered that well yeah enough. I mean I think that you're open to you're open to suggestions from people and like they yeah. should, they should email you like like particularly I'll get Hannah to like be like. You know, I want to learn how to fish. I want to go to City Island. I want to figure out how much it's going to cost. I want to know, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know all that stuff. Um, and it's like I think there's a lot of different. There's a lot of untapped stuff, you know. That, that maybe is fishing niche? Is it like niche? I, I don't know. Niche. Not is everyone it? likes fishing. Oh, that's what. Yeah, like, I was I gonna know. say. I was gonna say. I've gone. Fun? I've gone fishing in Disney and. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, Epcot. that was the that, that was, was the connection. Was, yeah, okay. I've gone fishing the Epcot Lagoon with my family. Okay. Yeah, Gabe caught Are a duck. Fish Gabe like caught car- a duck by accident. It was pretty. What? Yeah, like, it was it a real duck or a cartoon? A real, duck? like it's like, <laughs> like it's like the hook it's got like stuck to its beak. From the Little Mermaid. It, it was or... crazy. It's funny. And we had to like reel it in and like get it out of the beak. It was gross. But whatever. So basically, you're not <laughs> catching flounder from the Little Mermaid by accident. I don't think so. Okay. I did discover actually, in the, in, in the process of of, go, of working on the Chalamoid guide, that Zach does not not a, has not done that much uh, apple picking, which is. Oh, or, or, I've I've got I've definitely gone. I've sir I've for sure gone. I even went over COVID. I think I did, like, I went I went berry picking somewhere with my cousins, but I don't remember what the place was called. It was it's nearby. But it's definitely not. It's not my thing yet. But I, I, I like going. Like I'm yeah. not against it. So yeah, I went. I there was a time when I went apple picking with my kids like every fall. Definitely. Yeah, it's fun. And in this late summer, you can always do peach picking. I think it's like earlier summer that it's like berry picking. There's yeah. some in new in um, blueberry yeah. picking in new in like New Jersey on like down the turnpike. Yeah, honestly, a bit. I probably would be doing more. But lately, I've been like spending more Sundays like 
like now I've been like focusing a lot on the guides. So like I think two Sundays ago, I just spent all day working on the activity guide list. And, you know, last Sunday I went to, this is goes back to the preview question. I went to Luna Park with my, with my oh, wife, yeah. Ahuva, and that's going to be one of the, the featured place in, in Coney Island. We had a real, we had a great time. Like I think it, it's pretty underrated how, how cool of a place it is. Yeah, and it's sort of like an old school amusement park too. Yeah, right? yeah, they have a roller coaster that's like almost a hundred years old. Right, like but the wooden they, kind that really creak. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really comfy. Whatever, I'm gonna go into, it, but the seats were really comfy. Like they made it like a couch. Right, like I heard that the and I did a, those are I did a slingshot thing. Ooh. You ever do one of those where like it leans you back and then shoots you forward? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, those times are over for me. I'm like, yeah, like I leave my stomach like where it was before. <laughs> Yeah. What happens when you get a little older is you don't you don't love the uh, that kind of motion as much. Right. I guess right. I, I haven't gotten <laughs> right. there yet. Yeah. 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 No. Keep, stay young. Keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. My yeah. wife's so, gone in there. She's kind of done with roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, but, great. But stuff. she likes to ride. Yeah. What and what else? So other than Luna Park, like seasonally, no Hershey. That's really good to know. Yeah. And um, what else? I was do we I was kind of hoping to. I was gonna hope to write like a kind of like I think I was talking about this with Moshe, like maybe like outlining like potential schedules like i think this is the longest call mode you're going to get and this is definitely a great time if your kids are off from school or if you want to just celebrate hog and do activities like this is like the best hog it pretty much gets you know it's probably so good that even considering going away somewhere might be a move like if you go you know i was thinking like toronto or philly or somewhere nearby enough or you know if you don't want to spend a lot of money and fly like even just a quick trip out of town could be this could be a great year to do so but even if you're staying in town um i hope that the guide gives you a lot of ideas and i'm i, I want to like outline you know kind of like a roadmap of you know how your hog could look if you know depending on your kind of circumstance and like how old you are like how many people in your family like you know maybe i'll do three different routes and you know i think it could be an interesting segment to the guide great that's a great idea. And I didn't yeah. really realize that. Like, I knew, okay, it's the weekend. Yom Tov is on the weekend. But I didn't realize that that gives us a nice, solid I think it's Hamoid. Yeah, and like Sukkot is longer than Pesach Hamoid. Because Pesach is kind of, I don't remember, I think Pesach is four-day Hamoid, and Sukkot is five. Or, Cause, be, right, because then you the, have. Because the seventh day of Pesach is Yantif, but it's not until the eighth day when it's Yantif for Sukkot. Like, there's an extra day in there. Right. Yeah. Right, because it goes the last day of Sukkot, then Simchat Torah. Right. Right. But there's just, like, an, yeah, like yeah. there's an extra Hoshana Raba. Right. Like, there's an extra day there. That... Shmini Yatzeret being its own holiday yeah. or whatever. That's right. Right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good to know. Yeah. Nice little halacha thrown in there. Yeah. So great. So, yeah. yeah well, cool. thanks for being with us. Any parting, um, parting uh, activities to come other than the... Other than the Sukkot guide, the whole Hamoid guide, any places you're going this winter um, or? Oh, I mean, I'm hoping to, I know, so last year I wrote about Grey Wolf Lodge. This oh, yeah. year I'm hoping if I can work it out with like my work schedule, maybe go to Kalahari, their, their similar kind of indoor water park hotel. So I'm hoping to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, upcoming, I know I, I wanted to go to Dorney Park before it's closed for the year. It's kind of like near Hershey. It's like mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. Hershey and here. So like Hershey's like, kind of three hours away. Dorney Park's like an hour or 20 away. I know a lot of camps go there. It's a lot. I've been there a few times, but I haven't gone in a long time and hoping to go back there and maybe write about that. 
cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's yeah. My the... my kids went to Dorney Park twice this summer f- through different camps, yeah. and but I did not. I have not been to Dorney Park since I was like sixteen in, oh, wow. and in camp. You grew up in California. How I know. You know. I went to camp in Pennsylvania like everybody else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I forgot that. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so keep cool. on, keep it up, Zach. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. Whenever whenever a new activity opens up in the community, I definitely think about you. And uh, yeah, I, I'm even hearing. Yeah, it. I appreciate when you told me about like Arena STEM last year. That yeah. was really fun. Mm-hmm. Very good. Still, they're still. I think they're struggling, but they're still they're still in business. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. No. Just okay. just just keep it up, and just uh, it's just amazing to see. First of all. You went from being from being like uh, my son's counselor to uh, you know a professional, married, married, and also a really uh, writer. Just it's mm-hmm. a, it's really nice to, yeah. to see the growth, and uh, yeah, and I'm hopeful the goal our goal should be is that all your all your trips, all your visits should be free. That's that's your <laughs> plan. Okay. I'm main. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks Thank for being with us. Thank, Thank you for having me. Thanks for being with us on the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. If you would like to participate or be in touch with us in any way, please email us at editor at jewishlink.news and follow us and find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts.